Welcome back, everyone, to a very special episode of the My Opinion Doesn't Matter podcast. My name is, of course, EJ, and I am with and with me, Jesus Christ, with me back again is my amazing and a beautiful co-host, Miss Melissa. Say hi to the people, Melissa. <laughs> I am not lying, even though they cannot see our faces. Trust me, they can tell, I'm sure. There are, right. <laughs> how was your day been so far today, Melissa? Oh, you know, it's uh, going. going. <laughs> How's quarantine like treating you? I haven't seen you in what, maybe two months? We, we haven't seen each other yet? Two months. I am, like, I, I don't know. I'm, like, ready to go back to work, but I'm so not ready to go back to work. I need a haircut, but I'm not going to protest over it. You know, just chilling. <laughs> I'm not going to protest. I'm not going to Great. My hair has never been this long in my entire life. I, 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 I it, 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 it has come to the point to where I almost feel like I have to shower twice a day because it gets continuously messed up throughout the day. I'm constantly looking myself in the mirror now just to make sure my and even though I'm not going anywhere, haven't gone anywhere, but just just the simple fact that my hair like 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 it's it is insane how much you people with long hair spend how much time you spend on your hair, how much money you spend on your hair, and, 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 and hair products, and shampoo is way more expensive than I remember it being. <laughs> Unless you buy, like, this like the shitty Old Spice or Dove crap. Like, like you actually gotta buy real shampoo that doesn't, you know, make your hair fall out. It is, it is a, it is a process learning how to have long hair. But I'm, I'm starting to enjoy it. I'm, I'm enjoying the, um, I'm enjoying the fact that I never had to worry about getting a sunburn in the back of my neck. That's nice. There and as someone go. who's as white and ginger as I am, one less area to put sunblock on is, or one less, one less area to worry about is great news for me. So I can't complain too much. It's been all right. I think my hair is the longest it's been since I shaved it off and just after high school. So it's, uh, it's something all right. <laughs> you, know, you know my hair is long, but my mom cries when she sees it on FaceTime because my hair is so long. She's so happy it's long again. <laughs> my dad saw my hair when he came over the other day to do laundry at my place and he was horrified. He does he, he can't he can't stand my long hair, man. I I I, I I'm not <laughs> I think maybe it's I mean I mean for one thing when I, when I was a kid I always had buzz cuts as you know. Um, my mom and my dad never let our hair grow long. All the boys had to cut their hair. Even the girls eventually cut their hair pretty short. Like, like for whatever reason, they just never liked us three boys with any, any hair longer than two inches. Like, <laughs> and so we, 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 it, it wasn't that we were never, I guess, allowed to have long hair. It was, it was, it was just, they never thought it looked good. And if they were cutting our hair, there wasn't much of an there wasn't much of a choice that we got in the matter. But now every time my dad sees my hair, he just shakes his head and just begging me to shave it all off. He can't stand it. Oh, well, you don't cut my hair anymore, damn it. <laughs> my now, granted, now my biological father's on the complete opposite spectrum because he used to have long hair and now he's bald. So he's telling me enjoy it while it lasts because because <laughs> you're probably not going to have it very long anyway. So. As long as you got one parent's approval, I guess that's all you can ask for. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, with that incredibly interesting intro about our crazy long hair over, we're going to get into 
the the meat of this episode and this is an episode that i'm very very excited about i i, I know melissa has been we've been planning it for a couple of weeks now we actually put it's research into this well. it was highly requested and and it it was really the first re really our first viewer requested episode we've had yet so it's nice to you know it's, it's always great to get feedback from from whether it's just one person or 20 like you know the, the uh, 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 feedback just makes us better it just gives us more ideas and um i think i always thought we would do an episode like this at some point i guess i just wasn't sure when but it just especially with a few episodes back with you mentioning your little your little story that you got that got people really interested and it just it just made sense with this quarantine to give people a little bit of a distraction not talk about all the craziness well i'll say this not talking about the main craziness in the world we're going on a whole nother level of crazy <laughs> that will hopefully just. To be just... completely honest, I didn't know people listened to us enough to be requesting. <laughs> hey. But shout out to everyone who does. I know we have a lot of people that listen to every single episode, and we appreciate it so much. I've mentioned him before. I'm going to mention him again. He knows I love him. I know Nolan listens to everything that we do, and I appreciate the heck out of that. I know you have a couple people if you want to shout them out, like just, we appreciate you guys because you're the reason we keep doing this. We just, we have so much fun with it and we just got to keep coming up with stuff. And I'm super excited about this one. Absolutely. At the end of this episode, um, I actually have, uh, this actually is kind of a little bit of, of some news to my co-host over here, but um, we do have some updates on the future of the show and what's going to happen with you know you know like uh, I'm, I'm 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 because you know we have gotten a couple of people who have asked me personally when do we want to start filming our our little Ooh. show that we have here so we have some updates that'll be at the end of the show melissa doesn't know anything about it so this is so, so that should be fun but uh, i've been working on some plans for everything and and that should be very exciting but for now let's get into why we're here today and we're going to be talking about cults so it may not be the the normal craziness that we're going through but this is a whole nother level of crazy that let me tell you if you're into that tiger king documentary shit if you're into if you're into weird people that have not that have no actual links to your own life then this is the episode for you because 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 if if some of the things that people will, will will either convince themselves of or let other people convince them of is absolutely astounding Right. And my favorite, which we're not going to talk about a whole lot today, my favorite, anyone who knows me knows that I absolutely love him, but Charles Manson. I always loved Manson because I never could understand how the hell someone, one single person, could convince other people to commit murder. Like, how, what, what goes through your head? That's like, yeah, no, this guy, yeah, I'm going to kill for him. Like, it's just absolutely insane. And then a couple years ago, and I, I found myself in my own cult that was just, I, we got some stories there. Oh, but yes. That is, that, that, that might be the most requested story we've had is what happened to Melissa in that internet cult that she mentioned. We didn't think that people would even remember that part of that episode, but that was the that seems to be the only part of the episode people remember. Like, hey, where's the story at? We went <laughs> so that to that story honest, will be coming in this episode as well. Stay tuned for that. To be honest, I don't even remember what episode I said that in. I don't either. <laughs> so honest, Does like, that make us bad podcast hosters? Maybe. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm ready to tell you guys about it. It's not, there's going to be a lot of name changes. They will sue me if they hear about it. Like, it's just not going to be great. But we're going to have fun and see what happens. Absolutely. And I'm ready to tell you guys. Absolutely. Following up on your on your Manson bit there, that was always something that fascinated me too, is, is, is the ability to convince someone else to do unspeakable things and that's the one thing i think about cults that fascinates me so much like i mean you even and 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 you see a lot of those things developed into pop culture i look at i look at a, I, I look at the um uh, the very famous um uh, horror series saw where the where jigsaw the where jigsaw the quote-unquote main obviously main antagonist but not exactly a killer himself he never in any of the movies committed murder by his own hand now obviously right. people go well wait a minute but he'd set him up well yeah true but it's same thing it was, it was very similar with manson now obviously jigsaw did it more by himself but he has he had his own apprentices that despite putting them through those traps they were still like oh yeah yeah no doubt bro yeah i'll join you yeah we're good like 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 the ability to have that type i don't know if it's if 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 it's in the way these people talk, if it's the words they say, because a lot of these people aren't book smart. Manson was never considered a super intelligent with math, physics, and science. Like that was never his thing. Now but he philosophy, was charming. that yeah, charming. He was charming. He could. Speak. It was the and way that they spoke people, to you. A lot of these people take advantage of people that, like, I'm, I don't mean to be offensive or rude to any of the victims. It's. Per, can't speak purely facts that they've actually come out and said statistically like they focus on the people that don't quite have the mental capacity to understand the difference between the manipulations that are happening and thinking that these people are their friends or they have their best interest at heart like these are master manipulators and it's just it's incredible to me to think of how many different situations whether it's religious cults we which we have two that we want to get into mm -hmm. but you know even if you go back to like hitler hitler had how many people were killed because he was like yeah no we're superior and this is what's happening manson talked people they killed a pregnant woman like they were just yeah this and is not just any pregnant woman one of the more famous pregnant woman pregnant women excuse me in in at, at the very least in in her field at that time 100 percent. absolutely and it's just it's always fascinated me and then with the whole quarantine we've been just binge watching crime shows we watched mind hunter which had a ton of my i'm fascinated by serial killers i'm sorry no it's but, incredible. sorry mom sorry mom <laughs> <laughs> We ended up watching Mindhunter and we watched Waco and we were just so enthralled in these shows. It's such a unique thing and it's so scary, terrifying, <laughs> but it's so interesting. Like these people can get away with so much and it's like Ted Bundy talked himself out of cap like out of his capture one time. There was another serial killer, I think it was was it Ed Kemper that when they said, like, hey, this is the guy that's committing these murders, they were like, nah, no way, you're joking. Like, how insane is that? That you put on such a good show that people literally don't even believe that you did what you did. Like, it's just crazy. I love it. I love it. It's fascinating. <laughs> it, it, it is 
And I think also part of it is, too, is I myself have never been affected by either, or I guess seriously affected by a cult, a serial killer, or anything like that in my family, or anything like that. So maybe that's why it's more fascinating than tragic to me. And I don't know if that's, if that's similar to you as well. Obviously, you are, you know, you have your own cult story. But when it comes to serial killers specifically, it's more fascinating to me than tragic. Because I guess I haven't never been affected by it. Now, could that change some point in my life? Maybe. But for now, just the pure aspect of someone having the ability to commit such heinous, not, not even just the murder part, but a lot of times it's what they do before they kill them. That is just far more unbelievable, and 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 it, it it almost makes the killing a mercy killing because of what they put them through prior to them actually ending their lives. It it, it is, and it sounds extremely morbid, but it, it is incredibly interesting to get into the minds of those people. And they've explored this with multiple TV shows, like I mentioned, and movies. And it's for it it it, it, it never quite beats the real story. Like how, how, some of these stories that 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 uh, me and Melissa have researched, and a lot of them are, are probably some that you guys have heard about, but it just goes to show fact is just something. Fact is not better than fiction. Sometimes they're, 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 they're like 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 you can't write this shit up in Hollywood. Some of the things that these people believed in, some of the things that these people did for their leaders or for themselves, or you know, so, sometimes even the lack of the things that they did because of their own beliefs. It is it is it is a much stronger story than a lot of horror movies you will see today, and and I know the documentaries, I I understand that, but I'm telling you, man, you will have a lot more fun watching those than oh, than you will some of these off the wall crazy. And I love horror movies, but some of them are just okay. Like, but when you get I something love, that's that's real, whoo! I love a good documentary because it's like this shit actually happened. Things were actually this fucked up that, you know, <laughs> someone actually did this where it's like, you know, I love a good horror movie, don't get me wrong. And absolutely, I love a good horror movie. I don't know what I'm saying. But, like, when you watch these documentaries, they're so much more, like, interesting and intriguing because real people went through this. And, like, they're survivors of some of, the, some of these cults, if they were lucky, they got out and they can tell you, like, yeah, no, this shit was like it's just crazy to me right and another thing is you know the generations between all of these you know there's manson and there's you know just from what i've brought up there's manson and there's waco and then now i mean even then if you don't think that a multi-level marketing or a pyramid scheme is not a cult you're wrong um, yeah 100 it's a different type opinion. of cult this is my opinion whatever but the evolution is insane because Charles Manson was, oh, you're a hippie. I'm a hippie. Love, weed, and then murder. And, <laughs> but now, it's like, the, we have the internet. We have cell phones. We have Facebook. We have everything. Mine, that I'm going to end up telling later on, is on Facebook. It's a Facebook fucking cult. It sounds crazy, but it is. And there's so many, just the evolution of it. Like, Herbalife is... A pyramid scheme but the people in Herbalife are so sucked in they don't understand what is happening and I fell victim to quote unquote victim I wanted to make money from home I fell victim to it works for about six months and I was like fuck this this is crazy I'm not going to make any money I'm preying on people this is insane I'm not doing it anymore but there's just such an evolution to 
there was just this really charismatic hippie that talked people into murder. And then there's all these other cults leading up, and now we have the internet, and it's so much easier to be preying on people. It's just, it's crazy to me, and I love it. It's fascinating. One of the big ones that I want to talk about, we mentioned it a couple of times briefly here, but but what was the Waco siege and and with the Branch Davidians, uh, which is apparently what they were called. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, Mount, the, in Texas, Mount Carmel. Yep. This was the this was the first. It wasn't even a documentary that we watched. Netflix did a six part series. Actually, I don't know if it was Netflix. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But we saw it on Netflix. There were six episodes. And we were like, huh, this seems interesting. And it was led by David Crush in Texas. And, um, it was 13 miles, roughly, I believe, um, out of Waco. And mm-hmm. so it's most famously known as the Waco Siege. But even with all of my knowledge of all this stuff, I had no idea what it was. So we decided we would jump into it. And it was just a crazy ride. Just such a crazy story. Absolutely. I know. I watched something a little bit different than you. I went out to Amazon Prime and I watched a two part. Each episode was like an hour and a half. And I mean, basically just a three hour movie. But it was um, 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 Waco, uh, I want to say with Messiah or Madman. And kind of the path that they took with this documentary, which was extremely interesting. Because a lot of times people look at cults and almost everyone who isn't in a cult thinks, oh, these people are just crazy. The, these people are just, you know, they. They believe in these weird aliens, all these things. Well, one thing that I think people and one thing that 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 documentary really showed me is you have to understand why they believe in things like that, why they came. Most of these people who joined these cults were seeking something to begin with. And that's just maybe maybe that was the most something to believe. in. Yeah. And, 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 And like not everybody like like, you know, a doesn't make them crazy but i mean i myself had i mean because there was a point in my time where i mentioned before i was going to become a pastor i changed my mind and i kind of went on this six month to a year you know after my mom passed away just a six month to a year like spiritual searching i'm just talking to all these (laughs) and figuring out what what exactly do i believe in anymore and eventually i figured most of it out i'm still working through some things but you know, it could have very well come up to where what if one of these people would have approached me at this time of my life, you know, 40, 50 years ago in the 70s and the 60s, where, you know, you know, all, you know, they, you know, a lot of these people, you either had to be, you, you had to live a certain way. It wasn't like how it is now where you could be a little freer with who you are. You had to be a certain way or that's it. You don't really have any other options. So these people seeking something different, they found these crazy, they found these, what the outsiders saw as these crazy people who in all actuality just had just had something to say that struck something with these people and that was one thing with this waco thing that i really noticed they actually had i think like seven to nine survivors of the waco siege which if you don't know took 51 days before it finally ended which is i don't know if that would happen nowadays but back then they brought in tanks on this on this place helicopters they tear gas. I mean, there's there's a really big argument to be made that the government is a lot to blame for a lot of those deaths that happened for the Waco siege. Oh, you know, absolutely, one hundred percent. The biggest thing that pissed me off, the biggest thing that pissed me off, is if you watch the Netflix show, 
you will see during the siege the first shot that was fired the absolute first shot that they show in the television show which a lot of i actually ended up watching a few little clips here and there from some of their survivors the first shot that was taken was to kill the branch davidian dog yeah Mm -hmm. and i remember that fired back and what happened was they made it all sound like oh they shot on us so we went in with tear gas we went in with tanks we went in with this we went in with that that's not what fucking happened y'all shot first you were wrong yep they shot at the dogs in the front in the front yard first and then there was people that got in the first day of the siege for atf which i i can't i don't know what that acronym stands for it's some kind of um, it looks like Alcohol, American, tobacco, federal, and firearms. Texas firearms state law enforcement. And explosives is the ATF. Alcohol, nope. tobacco, firearms, and explosives. Oh, really? Okay, so I'm looking at yeah. the wrong thing here. But I may. Okay, it was carried out by American, federal, and Texas state law enforcement, ATF. Okay, that's, yeah. So they lost four people uh, the first day. I don't know how many they lost in total throughout the 51 days. I, that kind of escapes me. I'm, 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 I'm looking at my, they only, at my notes here. But they four people died the first four. day. They lost four and 16 were wounded. And 16 were wounded. So they, That's what it was. Okay. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, they, I mean, and, and some of the footage, I'm not sure how much of the real footage they showed on, on your documentary, but some of the footage that, that they showed, I mean, literally carrying, like, bodies of their of their dead, uh, um, um, I guess it would, I mean, it wouldn't be soldiers. I mean, I guess it would be um, um, uh, whatever you want to call them. Like, their partners and, 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 and everything carrying them one limb by each person just and i'm not sure that this shit was was shown live on the news or on tv but if it was i can't imagine for that was in 1993 i can't imagine what that was like for families at home watching as these people are carrying these at especially them not understanding the call itself because a lot of what the media was was feeding into this was like you said they shot first you know, they're, they're these crazy people led by this crazy guy who and thinks he's the second coming of Jesus. And they're trying to kill our fellow Americans, and they're satanic, and this, that, and the other shit. The same stuff that they put on everybody. The same stuff that they, you know, they put on every single serial killer. They're satanic. The same thing they put on every call. Oh, they, they're just absolutely crazed maniacs. And, you know, after a while, you kind of wonder a little bit, well, crazed maniacs, but... There's also something to be said about, if you know about Waco, you know that they were buying and selling guns. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a big, that was the big thing, is that they had weapons, and they were selling them and making money to be able to have their compound and their sister wives and whatever. Sure. But you also do have the right to bear arms to a specific degree. I don't yes. care who you are. The biggest reason American I think right, that they had a problem with which, their guns, from what I understand, was they were turning them into automatic. They were buying yes. semi-automatic, they were turning them in, into automatic rifles, which is one of the big reasons why they even came down there to see them in the first place, which we're not at all saying that this cult was perfect. That's not at all what we're trying to say. We're saying that the siege itself Clearly, the there were fun. there were major mistakes made by us than by them. There, there really should have ha- had anybody die, period. Absolutely. And the other part of it, the other reason that they came in, came down to take a look, now before the ATF got there, and it were, I'm sorry, the ATF was there first, the FBI came in as well. Yep. The big reason was because of child abuse. 
because one of the really big things was that Dave, David Koresh married a 14-year-old at the time and got her pregnant. Like, there was a lot. But yeah, what they he got a lot of different girls pregnant. In this state, with consent, you can get married, blah, blah, blah. But it's still a, a question of why the fuck this is a 14-year-old child. Like, why, is, why does this have to be yeah. white? And that was the crazy was thing, really because by law, well. he wasn't technically breaking any laws, which is weird to think about. But back in 93, the Texas law was the, the, the age of consent was 14 if the parents said yes. And that's what yeah. he would do. He would like, 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 now I don't necessarily think that he was doing it for the sole purpose of getting these women. And they explained it in the documentary I saw, I don't know if they did with you, but he believed that, that it, it says somewhere in Revelation that 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 when the world comes to comes to an end that that god will will have 24 elders rule over i guess what's left or something like that if if if, if you're religious i apologize that's that's the basic summary of what of what he we believed in. Jacob. but he believed that yeah no yeah, sorry jacob but these 24 elders david koresh believed that they needed to be directly from god's bloodline and he believed that well he was god so he needed to have so all these elders needed to be his own children. Obviously, it's hard to do that with one woman. So he had a lot of different partners. And he also believed that he these believed people had to be virgins. Hard to find a 20-plus-year-old virgin in Texas. He believed that he, needed, he deserved 140 wives. Oh, see, I, I, they didn't mention that in my documentary. That's that's pretty incredible stuff. 140 wives. That's a lot. That's <laughs> I know men. I know men that don't even want one. I can't even keep one girl happy, let alone a hundred and forty. I mean, <laughs> that just sounds. I like, don't even. Whew. I don't even like that many people. I don't even like a quarter of that many people. <laughs> I don't even want to know that many people, let alone have a hundred and four. Oh yeah, for hell no. Um, and, but I guess it was different for him because all of these women. It wasn't like it wasn't like I guess some you know. Like, I guess if you want to look at it like some king who had a bunch of wives and like all this, it wasn't like that. Because all these wives were in a 100% consensual agreement with him. They 100% believed in the cause. They they understood what they were doing. And even some of these they kids, knew, they, under, they thought, yeah. knew that this was what needed to happen. 100%. Huge theme in everything I've seen. We knew... We were told that this is what God wanted, and we agreed because we wanted to be what we needed to be. Yes. Like, I don't think that maybe he had some ill ill intentions, but a lot of, but all those people, and even some of the survivors, just hearing them talk, even, you know, all these years later, almost 24 years later after, from when the documentary was made, I want to say it was 2017, so about 24 years after this all happened, a lot of those, actually all of them, all of them still believe in the cause. There isn't a single one of them. All of them said, I wish I would have died in the fire with them. All of them. Even some, like, like, like there wasn't a single guy like, you know what? Kind of glad I got out of that. That was kind of messed up 24 years ago. Even at the 25 years, they're still like, no, like we still believe he was a Messiah of God. 100%. There's no reason for us not to believe that. Like, you know, they're up in heaven right now. I'm very happy for them. Like, there was people, who, like, well, a lot of them didn't even feel sad. One guy they talked to lost his mother and his wife at the end of the siege. We're going to talk about what happened, but at the end of the siege, no no emotion. Like, this guy was like, no, I'm very happy for them. They're in the, they're in the, kingdom, they're in the kingdom of heaven right now. I, why would I be sad? That is such a different type of, like, like, 
it's it's these people aren't just crazy. They they believe in something. Like you can't say they're crazy, but say Christians are normal, or say you know like you know like just be, you know like I you know, even though yes it may be a I little odd. I said that Christians are normal. Right. Well, well, I'm just saying like for those people because a lot of the people that saw like even though this is I mean obviously. I guess a form of Christianity. I don't. Know, I mean, this is really a religion per se, but you know, it's there. Are, there are obvious Christian morals and beliefs thrown into what the, to, to what David Koresh was talking about. But but it's even though the guns, yes, maybe that you could say, okay, obviously that's illegal. You look at him marrying some younger. Okay, that's a little sure. But the people, there was nothing like there was nothing about them that they that it it's. I, I didn't see these people as soldiers, or I didn't see these people as people who were going into this with some kind of hatred or some kind of violence intended towards other people. These people just wanted someone to believe in, and a lot of them still believe it to this day. And it's hard to blame them with what with how they were treated by the ATF, by the FBI on, during this siege. 51 days they were stuck in this place. Well, I wouldn't say stuck. I mean, they had obviously a, a multiple opportunities to come out, and they didn't. You know, but these well, people... Well, yeah, and that's, that's the big thing with the 51 days is David Koresh said on a specific day, he said, if you do this, I will do this. Yeah. And... He had, like, a radio message. He wanted them to play right. this message, and even the beginning of the message, he says, by the airing of this tape, once it's, once it's over... I will then we come will out come with out. my people, and he didn't. And exactly, so there, there was a. We're not sitting here and blaming the government, the government agencies, and saying they were great and whatever. Every every part of this was fucked up. But the <laughs> fact that he himself made a deal that he did not, you know, yeah. act on is, you know, it, it brings in part of the. You know, you should have done what you said because a lot of times, the whole time we were watching it, I was very uncomfortable. My fiance's been on here. He's a veteran. He's like, this is what we're supposed to do. You know, this is what is supposed to happen. And I'm like, well, that's fine, but you, there's women and children. There's all this. And you see in the beginning of, like, all of the actual them trying to get them out, David Crash comes out and says, we, you know, do, do not shoot. There are women and children in here. He was of enough of a sound mind to understand that these these were his people, and with what he had created for himself, it mm -hmm. was for him to protect them. But he and he did let out some kids. The first week, yeah. I want to say they let out like twenty kids, and even some other people who wanted to leave, whether it was with their kids or whatever, they did let everyone who wanted to leave. They let they let go. David Koresh did not hold. It didn't seem like. He didn't hold anybody that did not want to be there. There, anyone that came up to him, they had a survivor come up and said, "Hey, you know," because and, and it was crazy because she was one of his wives and she was talking like, you, I mean, she was saying things like, you know, it was an honor to be God's wife. Like she was in this thing, and and one of her and her kids were taken, and I guess most of her kids she had found out had been picked up by I guess uh, her, I guess one of her yeah. other husbands or someone. And, but there was one of her sons that was still with the FBI, and he had his third birthday, but he had it alone. And I guess that really hit her, and she said, like, my love and my my sadness for my son became greater than my love for God at that moment. And I had to leave. So she went to David, she explained the situation, and he let her go. Like, 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 he, he, 
and and like this guy may not have been you know he may have had some you know but he wasn't some sadistic you know where everyone's coming down with me fuck y'all like if y'all want to look at some sadistic motherfucker cult wise look up jim jones that's a guy who will take everybody out with him and and, and maybe we can oh, get yeah. into that with He's our next down, episode next week but jim jones is a big one you know oh, i my yeah goodness. But but it, it is it is it's crazy to me hearing those survivors say, I should have been in that fire. I should have been there. I should have been there when everything came down. I should have I should never have left in the first place. I wish I was with my people. There's and 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 in a lot of those, uh, of these cult documentaries I watched, the people that were in the group and maybe didn't carry out with whatever kind of either mass suicide or wh- whatever the group eventually crumbled down, the people that are still in it. There isn't very many of them that go, man. I can't believe I, jo- I I joined that thing. Even if they're not, even even if they don't believe it anymore, all of them are like, no, like I I don't regret it. Like everything, like 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 everything that I believed then, I believe for a reason. Like I may not feel that same way right now, but that's who I was back then. And it's it is so interesting that, you know. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a very very interesting and very curious thing that that um 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 for me how someone can totally put themselves into something, and even after seeing whether you know whether it was something like a Jim Jones type thing or maybe even something that was maybe seemed innocent with you know w- with the Branch Davidians, and how even years later they still understand why they believe the way they believe and it it, it it is probably the most interesting thing about cults to me is the people that it affects 100 percent. yeah it's more more so sometimes it's the people that organize them you know i of course going back to manson i absolutely adore him um which is just so strange and people think i'm absolutely psycho for it <laughs> I, I don't care um but you know even the crazy thing about that is when he was on trial, his three girls, whose names escape me right now, literally shaved their heads in support of him. Like, I think he shaved his head and they shaved their heads. Like, it's crazy, crazy shit. Like, you were so involved in this that you don't see anything else happening. Like, you don't see a difference with I just, it's crazy. It's, I just, I can't even think of the words. Because Absolutely. It just gets me so hyped, and I love it. And it's so, <laughs> just, it's, it's so interesting to me. The human mind is incredible because you have to have one, the mind, to be able to mold all these other people. And then there's these people that have this mind that's like, yeah, no, that makes sense. For sure. Absolutely, I will commit suicide with you. What? And it's weird because they don't see it as suicide. Like, if you want to, like, like, I'll go briefly into this little cult, and then I want to finish the Waco thing. But when you brought up suicide, Heaven's Gate, that's a little documentary I saw. I want to just talk about that for a quick second. They didn't think of suicide as them dying. And that was one thing that, um, um, on, that on, the, on the documentary I saw, they had people who didn't go through with them. The brief story on Heaven's Gate, if you guys don't know, was led by a guy um, named Marshall Applewhite and his partner, uh, her first name escapes me at the very moment. I'm looking it up right here. Bonnie Nettles, excuse me. And and um 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 they basically um they you probably have seen maybe some of some of their old 
um, recruitment ads on YouTube and like you know scary videos from back in the day. Like I'm sure you've seen it. It's this really, really, really creepy old guy in his in his robe that is that that re is recruiting people to to basically they believe that one day a spaceship was going to come behind this comet and was going to take the people who believed and all died at this certain or all committed suicide at the certain time at a certain day they would all be taken to the kingdom of heaven that was the basis of what they believed in and so he would put out these recruiting videos but they didn't see suicide as oh we're dying they they saw it in their words as them leaving their vehicles which I guess is what they consider their bodies or their or their physical beings. They called it their vehicles. Like they like they don't like they weren't they weren't sad. Like all these people like when they came out like you know, like 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 they even interviewed people days after this thirty nine uh, person mass suicide event. People who are a part of the group but weren't in in it like that. They said why like again like I mentioned with the last call why would I be sad. Like they're up, like 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 they didn't die. You people don't understand. They they did not die. Like the news keeps getting it wrong. Like there's like it's such a it's such a different type of person, you know. Like they don't see si simple things that are that are very easy to understand for us. Oh, suicide. You 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 killing yourself. That's a very easy definition for us. For them, it brings them on a whole nother topic. And that is just wild how someone can take the same word or a same topic, whether morbid or not, and have two completely different ideals of it. And 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 it, and it, and it just it just adds to the mystery of these belief systems for these cults, you know. And then I wanted to finish up here with the with the end of Waco. Uh, I'm I'm a, but first I want to I want to get your opinion on on that, Melissa. What are your thoughts? I I it's just. It's crazy to me. I just, I don't, I don't know, man. I can't, I can't even wrap my head around it. It's just an absolutely, it, I, it blows my mind. <laughs> it blows my mind. Like, I, I don't, and maybe, you know, it, again, we are not trying to, like, discount anybody's you know, be being a victim of this or not even seeing that. If anything, we kind of supported the whole Waco thing for the most part. <laughs> I mean, if anything, we're kind of like we almost leaned more towards their side <laughs> than we did the other well, the side. Only, so, no the disrespect. Only thing with Waco, the only thing with Waco is that they, the government agencies, completely botched. They that. botched it. I mean, it's, they started was, from day one. That's what really bothers me about it is like if you. If you know what happened, the entire compound ended up burning down. Yes. And inside the compound, they had a vault. And in the vault was all of the women and children. Every single one of those women and children that did not make it out died in that vault. 23 children of and what 83 total because people of died. How they, because of how they did this. Now, if you watch the Waco that I watched on Netflix, they showed that they had sensors thermal sensors that showed exactly where they all were and they did it fucking anyway that's fucked up now i will that's say this up. too what is your opinion again we just briefly brought the whole fire thing i guess a little brief summary on the on the 51st day is they decide the government basically said basically people not necessarily the people that were in waco but the but people in washington Decided, fuck they this. Said, fuck we're this, done. We're done. I'm done. 51 days. I don't give a shit if he's right because apparently he was writing 
uh, his basically his version Manifesto. of the Bible kind of kind of thing. Like what well, basically his teachings. He was writing down his teachings, and he said, "When I completed it, I'll come out." It's hard for people yeah, to believe made, that, which I can he understand. Made a deal. He made a deal with the FBI um, hostage negotiator. Uh, need to write the HRC, seven seals or something. I think it's called. And he said, you give me seven days, I will write this manifesto and I will come out afterwards. And after, I think it was like four or five days, they said, fuck this, I'm not doing it anymore. I don't know if it was even that many days. It, it, it may have been a couple because he was only able to get one written, but it was one written as he promised. He was get, He said he, he needed to do one seal of the seven seals that mentions in Revelation every two days. And he got one yeah. seal done. So it may have been only been two or three days. Like, like, they didn't really get... My guess is Washington just, just saw that as, okay, like, we're not... Like, clearly this guy's not coming out. Which is what which is what they had told the press. When when, when people well, they, in law enforcement came out and said, these guys are not coming out. Like, stop falling for their tricks. Like, they're not... Like, well, you can write whatever he wants. The they're not coming out. Or the hostage, whatever the fuck you call him, he said... David, I need you to give me a copy of it. I need to see you're working on it. And David was on such a power trip. He was like, no, you can't read it. It's not done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I believe his name was Mark. Was like his second in command yep. guy. And he's like, just give me some of it so I can, we can give it to them. We can show them we're trying. And David was like, no, fuck that. I'm not doing it. So at that point, it's like you're not caring about your people anymore. You just think that you're God, and you're playing God with all of these lives, and you made the wrong call. Yep. And not to mention, he out. wouldn't let his kids leave. All of his kids, the 23 that were in there, so I guess he never, I don't know if he didn't have the 24th kid for the 24th elder or whatever, but he had 23 kids that were in the building, and 23 of them, all, all 23 of them died, but all of them were his. And I guess he yeah. said that he that because these kids had God, you know, you, 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 godly blood in them, that they were to stay with him. Which it's it. Don't, don't get me wrong. Not they in agreement with children. that. That was what he said. These are my children. They yes. stay with. And me. most of his wives stayed. I don't know if all of them did, or maybe not all of them were his wives. Maybe they're just all women that he had children with. Not a hundred percent sure. But um um, it it it's it was. It was interesting to see, like, I mean, because you saw the, I guess what you would call the human side where he's like, okay, if you want to leave, go take your kids. But with his own kids, he was, he wasn't, he wasn't like that. See, it's interesting. I was one, I, like, like, I, I'd almost wonder if it would have made more sense to let your kids leave. Cause wouldn't, like, wouldn't that, I don't know, like, like, wouldn't that, wouldn't that have been the well, best he, thing for his message? Like, maybe I'm looking at it differently, but wouldn't that make more sense? But no, you just wanted everyone to be under your thumb, and instead, now you're all dead. Congrats. Yeah, you just, exactly. Now, on top of the fact that you're dead, all of those women and children are dead, and it's very, like, there's, there's, two, you know, there's obviously 16 sides to every story. There's every single person that was there. There's us looking at it. There's the ATF, you know. It, there's FBI, there's everybody, and the news across the world. But there's also something to be said about the fact that, you know, of course the ATF and the FBI just completely botched it. They, you know, whatever. But then there's also the side of it where it's like David Crash was a psycho, and he just did whatever he wanted, and he said this is what's happening. So everything, everything was wrong here. It was a bad situation, and everything just went worse. It's you know, I don't think anyone expects anyone to take the side of the cult. And I'm not sitting here saying they were, 
right in any way, but it was definitely done wrong. They, it was not done right by any, any means by anybody. And it was just a bad, a bad situation. And then they put a highlight on it of, you know, making documentaries and making TV shows showing how poorly the ATF and the FBI managed it, but also showing how, what type of a God complex truly that Koresh had. And I think it's still something that, you know, people can sit and debate about where it's like people who have government or law enforcement or even, you know, have been in the military can say, well, they did what they could. But then from my side of being a civilian, being like, did you just watch those women and children die like I did? They fucked up. Everyone's going to have their own opinion. And of course, our opinion doesn't matter. But here we fucking are. (laughs) (laughs) Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. So we're going to wrap up this little little segment here, but we're going to get into the what has been requested for the last couple of weeks now, what you've been waiting for. But um, I'm uh, just my final thoughts a little bit here um, on, on, on cults that we've talked about in Waco specifically. Um, like I had mentioned before, the idea of, of a group of people, whether only five to 10, like Manson didn't have a crazy amount of people when, you know, w- walking around with them. Heaven's Gate, only 39 people committed suicide. You don't have to have thousands and thousands of people or even millions, you know, to make it, a, to, 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 to have something that could be considered either dangerous to yourself or dangerous to other people around you. You don't have to have, you don't have to, you know, but at the same time, you could also have, you know, you know, like, you know, I'm, 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 you could have places like Jonestown where 900 people committed suicide there and some were forced to but that's another story we'll get into there like 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 it it's it's all it takes is a couple of people to look at whatever you're saying and go that makes the most sense to me doesn't necessarily have to be oh that's everything i want it could just be i've heard a lot of different arguments and that makes the most sense to me and it just it just takes that to get someone to fully invest in everything that you're teaching and to see all these different groups and you could do your own research. There's a lot that are, that never got coverage. I'm sure there's, there's probably, I mean, I, I know before the episode, I looked up a stat and it said 3000 to 5,000 groups are still around in the world. And I didn't even notice that that quote was from 1993. So if there was 3000 to 5,000 cults or organizations, they called it, Back then, I'm very curious on how it is now. Like, we talked about the internet cults. You don't have to be a Charles Manson to run a cult. You don't have to be a David Koresh to run a cult. You know, you could you could be someone in front of a laptop. And that's what we're going to get into right now. Melissa, take it away. Floor is yours. Uh, all right. So I know that I gave you just a really brief, really brief summary very of, brief. of this cult. Now, everybody that's in it will tell you that it's not a fucking cult. And that is a pretty good indicator that something is, in fact, a cult. <laughs> so, so, about two, two years ago, two and a half years ago, um, I was not necessarily in the greatest of situations, which is typically, um, in my own experience, and in a lot of experiences, how things like this start. So I was on Facebook, 
And I was in this really cool group. I can't remember what it was called, but I remember the initials were CCC. And it was this group for women um, where just everybody, if you needed to talk about something, you could. And they also had an anonymous where you could ask a question, no judgment, um, and get some answers. And so I was feeling really bad. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a working car. I was really, unfortunately, mooching off of a guy that I was with. Um, and I, I commented or I sent in an anonymous post and I said, you know, I'm really struggling with money and I need some help. Does anyone have any ideas? And so a lot of people did the, oh, you can do shit tons of different, you know, multi-level marketing pyramid schemes. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Um, I took surveys online and things like that. And someone said, there's this group that you can join and it's really cool and all you have to do is you go in there and you say hi my name is this this is my payment info and i need help with this and put proof of cost i was like oh that's pretty interesting all right cool so i go to join this group i'm not going to say what it's called i'm still trying to think of something else to call it but if you know me you know exactly what it is and so I joined this group, and I'm like, hmm, this is really interesting. Okay, cool. So they have their admins and their moderators and whatever. And the first thing that threw me off was if someone didn't like you in the group for whatever reason, so just very broad stroke, someone didn't like you, they pay $10 and you get kicked out of the group. You can't come back in. Doesn't matter what you needed help for. I've seen mothers that needed help with getting formula for their kid. And someone was like, no, I see that you posted this picture. I don't like it. And they will ban you. So that's weird. It's a fucking Facebook group. Facebook group and you spent $10 to get rid of a stranger. Good for you. So and then... They also have where anytime you post anything, you have to pay 10% of what you're asking for to the person that literally hit approve on your post. Because every post has to be approved because they have to go through and make sure that it looks good and it's not a scammer. They're not good at that. There's a lot of fucking scammers. So just a very strange, like, why am I paying you when I need money? Like, why are you taking advantage of the fact that I need money? Like, I asked for some help, and all you did was hit the approve button, but okay, whatever. So, then there's this next group above it. Say, you, we're, we're going to call it, mm, fuck, I don't even know. Um, okay, so we're going to call the main group cat, and then we're going to call the higher group, we'll call it, like, tiger, Okay. So you pay 10 or $15 to be in the tiger group. Now, if someone has a problem with you, they have to pay $100 to get rid of you. They can crowdfund it because this group is for crowdfunding. And they have to have a legitimate reason. So if, say, you join the group and I was like, oh, crap, uh, I don't need him to see that I asked for $10 for ramen the other day. And I totally had money. People do that. Um, like, I know that he knows that I have money. I'm just going to ban him real quick so he can't, you know, tell them that I already had money and it was a scam. So now I would have to find proof of you being racist or transphobic or, you know, the, the real things that make you a crappy human. And 
and then it becomes a hundred dollars and they're a tight-knit family they'll tell you all the time we're a family we're a family you have to understand the type of behavior that we have here and we've worked so hard to cultivate a group of people that all are just whatever it's bullshit so and then there's one other group that's hired at where you pay x amount a month to be a part of we're going to call that the lion group and the lion group is you can't ask for money there's no money requests at all and basically that is where it's exclusively we're all trying to be friends and interact with each other and have a good time but the people only interact with you if they recognize your name from interacting with other people they're very petty but the real cult real cult stuff of this group is what I'm going to get into. Because as of right now, it's just like, okay, this is a weird tiered group for money. Right. <laughs> right. Get a little background in first. That's, that's really the background information. So the, the real cult stuff in this group is say that you post something and you're a new member. And you say, I really would like $10. Literally, people are petty over $10. I would like $10 to go to McDonald's to get, you know, a McChicken, McFlurry, some fries, whatever you want. So you're obligated to post just proof of purchase. McDonald's has an app. You show them how much it is or proof of price. I'm sorry. So what's going to happen is the first person that's going to comment on it is the mod. And they're going to be like, I approved your post because they clearly need that one fucking dollar. So right. and then you're going to have someone say, well, why are you getting McDonald's if you don't have any money? And then you're going to have someone else scroll through your entire Facebook feed to find one place where you said something wrong. It could be three years ago. These people are doing like Twitter canceling to the max. Like, oh, I see three years ago you shared a post that had song lyrics written by a person of color and they use the N-word and you're white, so you're getting banned because you're racist. Uh, I guess I'd be in trouble. Right. Not my right. kind of group, Like, though. who who hasn't at some point posted some lyrics to something or whatever? Like, shared it even. If you shared it, it's as bad as you typing it out. You're racist. That's not your word to use. It's very just... micromanaged everybody wants to tell you what you've done wrong with your life now this is for sure new members so if someone comments back and says well i'm sorry i you know i didn't realize that i couldn't post this they say well your hand is showing you're clearly new here are you new read the room you don't understand what's going on and then you get banned it happens like clockwork every day at least 20 times a day which, if you want to do the math on that, is two hundred free dollars that just went into the group creator's pocket that didn't even have to do anything. And then, if you get into the what did I call it, tiger group? Yeah. So if you get into the tiger group and say you go into the main group and you cause a fuss and you say something that someone in the tiger group doesn't like, they will take a screenshot of it, post it, and say this is. So untiger-like behavior. You should know better. You're up. You're here. You've been here this long. Whatever. So they will sit there, and I've said it multiple times. I'm like, can we stop making this sound like a cult? Because we sound like a cult. 
you had 10, 15, whatever it is, extra dollars to be here at some point, but we're all somehow above these people that don't have the extra 10 to $15 to join the Tiger group at this point. It's crazy. Right. So then, so then, this is what really gets me and really pisses me off. So I like to collect things. We've talked about this before. I've collected Funko Pops. Um, I've collected various forms of art lately. Um, just collecting more things. I like to think I collect caps, but my fiance told me three was enough, so <laughs> we'll get there. But I you gotta keep working at them. That's all. I'm trying, man. But <laughs> I collect the, or I w- I have started to collect these specific merchandise to this group, and I'm not gonna say what it is because everyone already is going to know what I'm talking about, but. I started collecting this specific merchandise, and I started noticing a price jump, which is normal, inflation, whatever, Um, but it just keeps getting worse, and the resale on these things is fucking insane, so say that you go, and there's only, say, 300 available, the cat group has probably 60,000 people in it, the tiger group has um, I want to say 4,000 people roughly and then the lion group has under a thousand so if you're in the lion group you get first access to buy their merchandise so you pay this extra amount of money each month just to be able to buy stuff before other people because you get it like a day or two before the other people so the resale on these things is absolutely insane this stuff costs maybe $5 to make. They sell it at $19. That's normal. You do a markup. You account for shipping and taxes and whatever. Right. And you have to make a profit. It's a business. I understand that. But then when merchandise hits the resale market, which you can literally sell it the next day, which is fucking stupid, um, you can sell it the next day. And now you can sell this $19 piece of merchandise for up to, I think, $300 is the highest day after sale I've ever seen. So I have now spent $19. I have now gotten a $281 return on this, and then I just ship it out and send send it away. But the kicker on that is now I have to tip the artist 10% of whatever I sold that merchandise for. Now, I'm in a lot of different art groups. Like, I'm in a lot. I've been recently added to, like, a shit ton. I um, specifically have been collecting, like, wall art, tapestries, enamel pins, hats, things like that. And in every single one of these groups, I have never had to tip on a sale because they already got their money they already got it the first time they accounted for how much production was to be able to make that money back make a nice profit and to be able to ship these out right so they if you are smart enough in business you know what you need to do the fact that you are greedy enough to say give me 10 percent of what you reset re- resailed mine on when you curated a group 
where this is the only place that they hold value, their merchandise, if, if you try and sell their merchandise in a different group, people will laugh at you for the price that you're you're saying is worth. What is because what it's is not worth it. what is the merch? What is it about the merchandise that makes people even in the group want to pay three hundred dollars for whatever it is that they that they sold for twenty? The artist is the group creator. Is one of the group's creators. So the creator, the creators of the group. There's two people. And they made this group, and it's really funny because if you go back in time, you will see that they actually created the group to make fun of people who needed money, which nobody likes to acknowledge that, but we always bring it up. And so, oh my God, they were so kind as to make make this incredible art for us. Oh my God, I absolutely need it. They all look the same. They look like shit. They're not even that good. And it's just, it's ridiculous. There's no, there's no point to it. It's not... It's not worth the twenty dollars you would spend on it. If you, I don't want to be rude to anyone's art. It's worth the twenty dollars you would spend on it. It's not worth anything more than that. Right. It's just not. But when you are so sucked in, and someone puts that, and the creator of the group puts something out, if David Koresh said, "Well, he actually did have merch." This David Koresh had merch, so. He absolutely and, and 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 people in his call absolutely wore them. That was in the documentary. So you're right. I guess you're right. Exactly. <laughs> David Crush had merch. So I want to find some David Crush merch because that'd be lit. <laughs> but, you, but you have to think if there's only 300 available and across the groups there's 60,000 people that for some fucking reason believe that this art is the greatest gift to, to Facebook. <laughs> they're going to spend the money to buy it because they know that someone else is going to buy it for more money. Right. And that may not be necessarily a group that's going to, you know, hold up in a bunker and have a 51 day FBI siege or anything, but it's, 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 it's a call for a different reason. And I'm glad that I'm glad that you brought up an example where nobody died because it, it right. calls, calls don't have to be some necessarily physically dangerous to you a lot of them like you mentioned it seems to be a lot of more psychological and emotional damage that that people in the higher-ups can put on the people who are lower down which is exact which is a lot of times what cults do so yes it may not necessarily be something oh my god that's an insane story people died and emotional damage that they do is i've actually had it happen to myself and i've had a couple friends that it happened to if you say one thing wrong so if you ask a question, and I'm a white person, I think everyone knows this, I brought up something where I, the group will absolutely ream you if you say something that is in any way racist or offensive or anything. So if you say, like, I really don't understand what's going on here, can someone explain it to me, you're immediately tagged and dragged. Like, I can't believe you don't know about this. You're so ignorant. You fucking white people. Like, I'm so tired of white people. Y'all are so exhausting. And it's like, trust me, I get it. We are exhausting at times. Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> no one I'm makes fun of white people more than me. Yeah. Trust me. And I'm, I'm, I'm whiter me, than a ghost. Like, I totally get it. But there are so many people. There was one girl. And it really fucked me up. And was kind of my, like, turning point to realize what I was even a part of. She was in the hospital um, due to an attempt on her life, and she just dropped off the grid. 
stopped responding because she was in the fucking hospital and people just dragged her she said days later when she finally made it back people were like hey she's in a bad situation she can't come she literally cannot come to the phone right now and people were like oh she just went off i can't believe her what a fucking scam blah 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 you're the worst type of person you're disgusting blah blah like they will talk about people like this people they don't even know and people were coming to her defense like she is literally in the hospital right now there is no way she can come to the phone there she has said she ended up messaging a bunch of people and said i just had an attempt on my life i am so out of energy and so depressed and so upset over something completely different but it added so much to it that she could not even come back onto Facebook or anything because of how terrible people were treating her and talking about her and talking to her and calling her disgusting names and it was like they didn't even care that she was literally in the hospital trying to be helped for a emotional mental issue that they were sitting there screaming scam and just horrible things at her and that was my turning point where I was like holy shit this is not what I thought it was this is not what it has been made out to be and it was really it's really terrifying it was really scary she's fine don't worry she didn't do it but it's it's really messed up and it's again just that manipulation and that you know you don't realize what's happening when you're in it until something really big happens and you're like oh shit what the fuck but there are still thousands of people that are like oh my god this is the greatest thing ever and I'm so thankful for this group and this group is amazing and they'll still turn around on someone and be like you're fucking trash you're racist you're this you're that you're homophobic you're transphobic just disgusting things it's just terrible and it's unfortunately shit that happens every day it's a cult that people will tell you it's a cult and people that are banned and have left will be like dude it's a fucking cult and they'll turn around and be like well they're just upset because they're banned they're just mad because we called them out for being a terrible person like it's just crazy it's really it's something that i got involved in and i can't believe i was even ever a part of it and i'm still in there because i like to watch but like i said if i said their name they'd sue me Oof, they would oh i i can imagine and 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 I guess with that, I, you know, one thing I want, one thing that, one thing that came on mind while you were saying that is just please be careful with some of the, with, with either, you know, some of these, you know, maybe you got a part of this, this, this weird job where you had to maybe buy into it, where you, and now you got to sell all these products, you know, maybe you got a part of some, you know, weird, you know, Facebook group where maybe things, you know, maybe the way they treat people isn't the way that you, you know, it isn't how you expect, like, like, Look at look at the different things, look at different groups that you're in on the internet, and just make sure that not only you're safe, but the people that, you know, the people that you interact with are going to be safe. You know, there's a lot and because also, a lot of the times like, these cults can branch out to your family members and, and you friends. To, if so, you yeah. want to like have your name changed, please make sure you're not giving any any identifying information about these groups away. We don't want anything bad. Like I'm not saying these people are crazy, but they might be. <laughs> you know, and we just want every anyone that's sharing information with us and sharing your stories, please be safe. 
um, we don't have to use your name. You don't have to use the group name of, you know, whatever it was you were a part of, whether it's a Facebook Absolutely. group, an internet group, actual people, like, just please be safe. Don't, you know, just, we want your safety in mind. We, you know, if you still want to tell your story, if you want to help them, this this is the this is the platform that we that, want that we, we want to give you guys 100 like you know and especially for these next at least next week if we can get some more people we'll, we'll make this a three-part episode i have zero problem with making this a three-part episode but i know next week we got at least two and potentially three people that are going to come on and tell their stories of either a call that they were in or maybe even i know we have one one guy coming in i'm I'm, I'm telling a story about a group that he's in and he's going to kind of come on to explain the differences between this group and a cult so that's going to be a little bit more of a discussion piece that'll be coming next episode as well but if you have stories you know let's send a message to either me send a message to melissa um either you know you know you know i'm i'm um i I guess if you're watching this podcast, you know, I'll, I'm, 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 uh, you know, look us up on, uh, on our socials. We'll put some in the description, at least mine. Um, I mean, please let us know, like, 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 like I'll put my email or something. I'll put my email down there. But if you, if you want to, if you want to tell some story, you don't want to, you don't want to bring out any names. You don't want to get yourself in trouble, but you've been itching just to, just to get this story out there. Tell us, we would love to hear it. And, 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 and I mean, it's, it's. It's something that we love doing. We're very curious about all of this stuff. This stuff is very fascinating to both me and Melissa. Like, you know, I know that we had, you know, obviously the point of the show was also to to branch out into other into other things. But when it comes to cults and serial killers and and true crime and stuff like that, me and Melissa could go on for hours about that stuff. So please, if you got, if you got crazy stories, you know, true crime related in general, let us know that that. That would be absolutely incredible. Um, I'm a, but Melissa, I want to thank you for telling your story. I, I, I'm a, that was uh, a great example of a cult that, like I said, maybe you're not, maybe they're not trying to convince you to commit mass suicide, but there was a lot of very similar cult-like themes that that you could see comparisons of to other cults. You know, maybe not necessarily ones that we mentioned today, but cults where the higher ups demean the lower ups until they basically break them down and they give in to whatever the higher ups want them to be they mold them into their image that's what these cult leaders do to these sometimes unsuspecting people sometimes perfectly willing people and 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 right. and, and that's the, the that that's the fascination with this is there are you can totally look up stories of people who got stuck or walked into the wrong place one day and they got stuck there for 20 years and maybe they weren't allowed to leave. You know, there's a lot of cults that are like are not exactly as maybe I wouldn't say friendly as as the Branch Davidians and maybe maybe not maybe not as um you know, they didn't see themselves as a cult. They saw themselves as as just a group a of people believing in something different. It's also as a religion. Whereas someone like, you know, Jonestown, Jim Jones a little, a little different and that's and that story that that if we can i'd love to get into next week if not maybe we'll make this a three-part thing and i'll bring it into another three-part episode but um, 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 um real quick before we go i promised i'd bring up a couple updates um i know we're running a little bit into time we're about an hour and 10 minutes in this but it's our longest episode yet so i'll so i'll be quick but um um this 
first so far i want to say this is episode 10 if not maybe episode 11 of the first season of the show uh i know i know i've had an absolute blast we've had an episode pretty much every week besides a couple of weeks where we skipped a week or missed a week but um, um and um i know melissa has been on for i want to say at least half of the episodes i want to say about for so. at least at, at least five um we've had an absolutely great time and this is definitely something that i, I, I know me and melissa want to uh continue and well we're what what, what we're gonna do is the first season is gonna end at episode 20 so we're gonna have a whole nother second half of episodes coming at you whether we have you know a couple episodes maybe during the week or whatever but within the next two months we're gonna wrap up the first season and then probably gonna take another about a month or two off what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be preparing to start filming our next uh episode so i'm gonna be finishing up everything i need to do to get my in-house studio uh, uh completed get the look finished get you know we have a logo that we have coming out for the show we have a lot of a lot of very exciting additions that we're gonna have we're gonna hopefully be able to make this into more of a you know you know uh, i'm a whole you know i'm um i'm um uh more of a i don't want to say professional because that makes this sound like it wasn't <laughs> but but um, 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 I was I would say I mean I guess in a way it wasn't but <laughs> I guess much more organized much more much more researched and well put together fashion it's gonna be you know obviously with the filming you're gonna get to see what we look like so we're gonna have to care about what we look like prior to shooting I mean if you saw what I look like right now good God you would never watch another episode uh, it, <laughs> I'm an absolute mess but um um. Uh, it's gonna be a lot. It, it's gonna be a lot different. We're gonna start really trying to, you know, you know, commit to more of like a more of like a similar theme for our show. You know, I know with our with the first season, a lot of this is is a lot of experimenting. A lot of okay, let's see what fits. Let's see what we can do. Let's see what else we can talk about. What what can we talk about? What is like eh, okay, like that's a topic that maybe we shouldn't discuss. That's what a lot of this first season is for, and that's why I want to give us another ten episodes to learn. You know, and and to continue to grow and develop as podcasters especially with me and melissa as being the two main co-hosts for the show um i'm um, i want to bring more people on here you know i want I, I want to get more guests there's a lot of people i have in mind that i've been kind of waiting you know you know to try to show them a bit of a catalog you know to where we can try and get them on the show second season man it's going to be incredible if you're not on the bandwagon now you know, uh, I mean, I guess you're not listening to this, <laughs> but if you're not, if, if you know someone who isn't on the bandwagon now, get them involved, man. Like, you know, we, we might be a little, little crazy, maybe a little loose in this first season, man, you know, you know, you know, but I'm telling you with second season, when we start filming everything, it's going to get a lot more fun. We're going to have a lot more, you know, all kinds of different segments, a lot more things that we're going to do, a lot more platforms we're going to be on. We really want to grow this show. We love doing it, and I know I love doing it. I hope, hopefully, I speak for Melissa as well. She isn't just like, "Fuck, what are you doing? I don't even want to do this anymore." <laughs> but either, I mean, but it, no, 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 I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad, thank God, because I had to run this by her before before we started doing this. It's kind of kind of a bit of a surprise for her, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm I, uh, I don't know all about that, like looking nice and whatnot, though. But I mean. We'll see. <laughs> I'll, no, no comment for me. I'm not trying to get myself slapped. No comment for me. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we, along with like recording it and actually doing videos, you guys will be able to see like little sneak peeks where we can put, you know, a minute of a clip so you know what 
the next episode of course. is going to be about. And Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm super There's going to be a lot excited. more stuff involved with it. Like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to probably wind up releasing a channel where we release clips from the interviews we do, from the episodes we do. So if you don't have an hour to an hour and a half, uh, I'm, I'm uh, to, to listen to a whole episode. I know those who do. You are the real OGs, though. Like no, no disrespect to those who don't, but to those who actually listen to us for an hour and a half. God bless you. Good. <laughs> God, God bless you guys. Talk forever and on and on and on. But I do have to run, so I'm gonna let you finish up on your own. I absolutely love you. Thanks for having me on. This was a lot of fun. Well, thanks for having me on. It's my show too. But you know what I mean. <laughs> and, <laughs> But we'll wrap it up here with with our audience here, too. Had so much fun. Like and share this, guys, please, and thank you. Follow us. Prepare yourselves, man. It's going to get a lot more fun. Next week, more cult stuff. And I guess with that, we will let you go. Have a good one.